got us from My love, my keeper Yes, Lord You are our love, our keeper Jesus Just remember My love, my keeper Pictures from the mirror clear, I love it, I keep her.
shatan biki pandus kila braska tei shatai. Roku pandesi braska pandeshan biki teisk braska pandi. Jiababa biki kotaku sei braska tande shatai. Rakama <laughs> Jakai le broko pando samando yada yekata papa sokumando robokota jaka papa pande de de bokotande de bokota rakapa le kapa rakapa pando kukota jetekete poroko papa pando sele brokota manda yada bashanda darabusa reke bobose boboska papande le bobosha taya reka mamando rosko popondo rakata Shadada Raboko Prosko Tande Ilabashkande de Bus Rakabando Doskepa Yadabashandai Roko Mande Kebo Boboska Papando Rokotande de Bosa Rababande Yadabashanda Rabo Rakapapande Bobosa Lababande Libobosha Rakatapapande de Bobosa Ikapando Ramande Yadabo Rakatapa Ilababa Shakande ilabrata kukoski keli brata pondo dudubukotai rekani ilabrakataya shadabaskita mando shande keli broskatai zoko popo shapapande labra yedabashanda kata raka paparo kukuta maya labashanda dabu rakama lebroska pande yai lebroskataya jadai jadai rakapa papa roko pande ikando ilabapande kita jande ilabra okababande sekala brokotondo sedere bosa manda yadadabosha rakap Manda kapapando yade ke popo celebros kapande yadabando kataya yadabashanda dadabu rakapa rokomande celebrokota yadabashande rebos kataya lebra kapando dos kapai manda yadabaseke lebrokopos kapande bobos kapande lerebobosha Mayadadabosa, Irekoto, Ilabrakata Papande, Celebrata Poponda, Yadabashande Rebosa, Randos Capaya, Reketete Lebo, Ilabrakapande Bosca Papande Rebosa, Rabmandos Capai Lebrakota, Zila Bababando, Shande Calabosha, Rababande, Ilabrakataya, Yadadadabosa, Rakapapa, Manda, Ilabrosca Pande Rebobo. Pande le bocosta, ilabando salabodus, la baba, rocota, manda yada bashkapai, raka de de bosa, mando yada bashande rebu, raka papapa, ye, male brocotande, skepai le brocotai, rata papapa, rocondo yada marescata, mando sande de bosha, raka papapa. Rokopa, manda yada bashande de bosa, 
Rekele brokomande salaboshande lebo Ramando skapa yerele lebosa Rakapapapande kele brakatande lebosh katai lebrokotai Manda katai Ekapa rokopapa Mande yadabashande lebo Rande kapa O kapando mande yalabashanda kataya Yerele kapa Makapapa papa, Rande Boskapa, Makande Kelebrakata, O Kadaba Reskapa, Mandes Ketando Yadadaba Shande Kataya, Rokomande Yadadabosa, Ramandos Kapa, Romandos Kapa, Romandos Kapandele Bokatando Shadai, Rakapa, O Ye, Makapande Yadaboskapa, O Rakatata Papapande Ketete de Bokotaya, Radababa, Shanda Kabos, Rapapando Lebra Kapando Yadadabo, Ramando Shande Kete, Radadaba Shata, Lebra Kato, Zida Babando Kopalo Broskotai, Yadabashkapai, Rapaposkapa Mondos Kapai Lebrokotai, Radababa, O Kanebrokotaya, Jande Ketai, O Seketete Lebrokota, Mande Kedoboska Papande Lebrokotai, Radababande Selene de Boskatai, Rapando Sekelebroskopande Shadai, Rokopando Selebrokoto, Remando Yadabashande, Rakande Kadabase, Rokopondo Selebrokotai, Manda Baseke Lebroska Pande Lebokotondo Shadaya. Mande kaba, mande kaba, rokatande celebrakata, o kababa, mande keta, roko lebraka mandos kapa, makele brokondos kapande la broskataya, la babande kele brokota, zeketete, maili brok manos kapa, yaraba shanda, rekai le broska mandoso, ilabrando kabai le brokotaya. Zada Baba, Rokopa, Mandeka Lubroska Pando Shadai, Radabakata, Ratapakato Kokoko Rabaka Mandeske Librandos Kapaya, Yarabasha, Okapa, Makapandos Kelebrada Bashandai, Ratapapa, Lokoko Dos Kaporos Kapai, Yadash Kapa, Makababa de Kelebabando Sekelebrakatai, Rakamando Shande Kelebroskatai, Mando Sedebosha, Rokopapa, Rokopapa, Makapande Ketele Brokoto, Yadabashanda Kadabosa, Rando Shedebos, Rekapapando Kelebrakata, Mando Rakale Brokota, Jadabababa. Mande kerele bobos, rakando shande kerele bosa, rakababa shakapai le brokota, yerele bobos, mamande 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 bobos, kapande bobos, kataya le bosa, radabababa rakado bos, kapando rekerele bos, makande radabo, radada baske bos, kapando rokota. Lebrosco told the Shadanabos, Rakapande Yatali, Mamos Candelbosa, Rababa, Rababa, Rakata Papa, Mande Skepa, O Shada, Labrakata, Mande Yaraba Shandelbos, Rekete Lebrokota, Manda Yadabo, 
Zada Baba Shaka Lubrukota Manda Yada Babande Kilibrukota Shakai Lubrukopa Mande Koskapando Rokota Shande Ilabrakata Malebro Komando Skataya Shande Korokoto Zede Lebosha Makapande Lebobosi Radababando Kaba Yede Lebosha Rakata papa pande de bokotande de bokota rokototondo de bokotande de bokota mande yada mande yada radabande kita o sekerere de bosa makapande libragadosa yada bashande de bo rakapapa mande yada ba sekele broska pande yada dabos Rikamando Yadadabosh Kataya Rakamando Celebro Yerebos Yerebos Lebabando Shakatai Rakapapa Rokopa Makaile Brokota Mandeske Boros Kapando Shadai Reketetele Brokota Zedebosa Mande Yadabashande Korokopando Shadai Radabababa Rokopando Sande Kelerebosh Rapando Yadamamandos Kapaya Rakatapa Papande Keteporos Kotai Shakai Nebosa Makapapa Rokomande Sala Shande Ilabroska Pande Broska Pande Broskata Makaile Brokota Jadababa Rokopapa Makapapa Kitekorokopa Zandeskelebrosko Papa Jade Kelebrokota Jande Ketete O Salabasha Mande Ketete Sorosko Papa Yadabasede de Bosca Makande Shande Calabrosca Pande de Bosa Rababa Pande Kedababande Kelede de Bosa Rakadababa Rakatabado Sande Shande Calabosha Rade de Bosca Makada La Prado, Seke Tebreke di Barata, Zate Boron Tebreke Tibarada, Zigedebre, 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 Kedebre, Kedebre, Kedebeleke Sin Talabado, Jabade, Zete Beleke de Belekete, Zanta, 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 Zanta Badie Turiabata, Adebeleke Tibaraka Turiekete Bababa, La Brodo, La Brodo, Rekete Beleketa, Zigrete. Zebre de 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 beleketa Zabro, 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 Zabro Manta borokoti de de Ligre de de Ligre de de beleketuria da barahada Zanto bo Zanto bo 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 Zige de belekete Zige Aluya katabradiente Zine mendia Zige de belekete Zige de belekete Sabodari La Kuria da Bahata Arebarante Preindo Belento 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 Manta Baria Catabra Ebrotos Kebedia Ikatabrotos Kebedia 
Rekete Bretoske Brede Rekete Broske Debe A toi, a toi, a toi, a toi Adadwa, Karabadwa, Kabadadadia Rekete Vele Korinda Rabadwa Rekete Bratuska Bababadwa Rekete Broske Bede Doskebe Leto Rabadia Reto Babadia Leto Babadia Reto Badwa 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 Rekete Bretos Kebredi Zikete Bredos 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 Kebredi Zikete Rakata brasca brocos de brede de este brede Requete brosca babadua Manto bodia Ila brodous de brede Ila brodous Rakatos Mande kere de bocha Ila brodous de brede Rapapapapa Leca le brocota Mando rokopa, mando rokopa, yera bashanda darbo, Rikadabasa Rakando, Maya Rababasa, 
Ilo Bradia Manto 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 Vrekina Duata Vrendus Kabadia Oh we bless you Lekura Babadina Nadia for your goodness and all your wonderful works oh that man would praise the lord for your goodness and all your wonderful works to the children of men to the children of men you have broken the gates of brass and torn the bars of iron asunder elebetia <laughs> alebeno Lato benikatabai Atola Etebe Etebe Aitoa Our souls have escaped like birds from the snare of the fowler. The snare is past. That Kuraila Mantotika Bahadi. You have looked upon us with mercy. You have looked upon us with mercy. You know our frame. Your gentleness has made us great. <laughs> Your gentleness has made us great. Who but us should sing? Ransomed, healed, restored, forgiven. Who but us? Your praise should sing. We praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Ailen on tela curiata, Maria tonde breke, Raila rando sivaradia. Otwe, 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 Latoba Ila, Ilailaba, Ilailaba, Otenendadia, Etetia. defense system thank you for your divine air defense system thank you for the covering for the covering of your blood thank you for frustrating the tokens of liars and making divine as man thank you for the shout of the king that is among us thank you for the atmosphere of glory Thank you for favor. Thank you for protection. Thank you that the hedge of glory is ever around us. Thank you for nullifying fiery darts of the enemy. For being the glory and the lifter of our heads. Thank you for being our shield and our exceeding great reward. For being the strength of our lives. 
and our portion forever. For being the strength of our lives and our portions forever, forever. Thank you that the lines are falling for us in pleasant places and we have a goodly heritage. Thank you that you are the portion of our inheritance and our cup and that you, oh God, maintain our lot. Zavada I am Ileto Ochedu 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 No one, no one, no one None compares to you Thank you Thank you Thank you Our hearts and our flesh Many times have failed but this one thing ever remains that you, O oh God, are the strength of our lives and our portion forever. The strength of our lives and our portion forever. Who have we in heaven but you? There is none on earth we desire besides you. For who among the gods is like unto thee? Among the gods, who is like you? Glorious in holiness and fearful in praises. Always doing wonders. Always doing wonders. Kalabotia. Adeponentua <laughs> Eleo <laughs> Eleo Ilepapua Atopenitua Lekapua 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 Leto 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 let Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ah, thank you. 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 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. What a privilege and an honor. I see, I see a swell. What a love. What a love. Who would have thought that a wretch like me would find a love like this? Who would have thought that a wretch like me would find a love like this? I searched for a lifetime and found none. What is man that you are mindful of him? What is the son of Isiave that you take notice of him? For scarcely would a man die for a good man. But in this was the love of God made manifest to me. That while yet a sinner, while yet a wretch, while undeserving of your covering, that you went to Calvary and gave it all for me. That ah, that my name is written in the book of life in your blood. That my name is written in your blood that your name is marked upon me that i am tattooed graven on the palms of your hands that as a man goes to a soothsayer and has his palms read and by reading his palms ah his future can be told so lord when your palms are red your future is me you wrote me on the palm of your hands because your mind is full of me your mind is full of me Latopenica. what a privilege what an honor why should i fear <laughs> of what should I be afraid? My Redeemer is mighty. He will save. My Redeemer is mighty. My Redeemer is mighty. Of whom should I tremble? Or who should I tremble at the sight of? Of whom should I be afraid? We laugh at destruction. We laugh at calamity. <laughs> we mock in the face of the enemy's threats. For we are of a truth convinced. For we are convinced. Convinced. <laughs> convinced, Lord. That you are good and you are God. You are light and eternity. Alpha, Omega, Jehovah, the Prince of Peace. 
that you O god are wonderful way maker worthy of our offering hallowed be your name hallowed be your name hallowed be your name let the nations hear let the islands be told let the people acknowledge that my redeemer is mighty fairer than 10,000 more lovely and them all sweeter to my taste than honey from the comb I love you I'm not ashamed to say it I am nothing without you you make my soul glow <laughs> you make me smile like a like a naive schoolgirl on a first date for your love is better than wine your love is intoxicating Abba your love is intoxicating when I think about your goodness and all that you've done for me when I look back on how far you've come with me what did you find in me what did you see in me why did you commit to me I'll never know in a thousand lifetimes I'll never figure out what it was about me that caught your attention but I'm glad I'm glad you did in a thousand lifetimes I'll never earn your trust and your love oh but I'll try I'll live the rest of eternity hoping that a fraction of your goodness to me can be repaid by my commitment to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Take all the glory in
my dying day till my dying day till my final breath till my final breath I'll seek your face I'll seek your face be running after you even when I'm old and gray never will come the day when I turn from this your way I have found the path and I will never turn from it I have found a resting place for my soul in you. Quicken me. Continually quicken me that I may continually call upon your name. I love you. I need you. I acknowledge that my goodness does not extend beyond you. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for using me. Thank you for choosing me. And thank you for refusing, never losing me. And now, Abba, I ask your glory on this gathering tonight. I ask that for all who watch and listen now, live, and for the rest of time, whenever this recording is played that you would stretch forth your hand tonight and heal your people deliver your people break yokes break chains end struggles oh that you would open the door of your goodness to us we give you praise. We give you glory. 
for now and forever. We belong to you. Somebody, would you clap your hands, oh you people, and shout to God with a voice of triumph. Wherever you are around the world, clap your hands, oh you people, and shout to God with a voice of triumph we lift your name on high we lift your name on high we lift your name thank you thank you for healing bodies Thank you for cancelling debts. Thank you for opening doors and breaking chains. We love you. We adore you. 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 We love you and we adore you. All right, everybody, welcome. Oof. Yes. Welcome to night 26. Night 26 of it is written. Um, I, I don't know. Part of me wishes I wasn't in public right now. Um, if I could say one thing to my generation, it would be this about prayer. Um, there is a time for intercession and there is a time for adoration. Um, The presence of the Lord is a very precious commodity. And if you if you have the privilege of calling a house like this home, you might not understand what I mean, but it, it's not common what we enjoy. It's not common on an everyday basis what we enjoy here. And there are levels and places in the presence of God which when you get to, don't don't leave until you've poured out your heart. And I don't mean your heart in request. I mean your heart in love and adoration. Let him know that he means more to you than anything. Let him know that he is the center of your world. Learn to adorn him with your love. Pour your perfume on him like the woman with the alabaster box. And, and if necessary, stay there for a while. It's a valid form of prayer. And believe me, he loves it. Um, you can, especially when, well, he only ever loves it when it's coming from your heart. But if you can, if you're sensitive to the spirit, you can literally feel the Holy Spirit swell 
in you in those moments. Our generation has some of the best singing and some of the worst worship of any in history. But that will change. That will change. For we are the generation that will seek the face of the God of Jacob. All right, let's go to the word of the Lord tonight. Welcome everybody, Natalia, Colleen, Monica, Miranda, who else is in the comment section tonight? We're going to have a short, but well, not short. Well, yeah, short, short compared to some other nights. Tonight, like uh, I said, being a Monday, I will do my best to get you, get us out of here by 8.30. Vanessa, he is our treasure. He definitely is mine. There is no contest to that. Chris, Minister Chris in the house. Good to see you. All right, let's open our Bibles. Uh, today, we are going to move into Jesus as Savior. I could spend the next two weeks just talking about him as Lord, all from the Bible, but we have a train to catch, and that train is called the Summit. Amen. We are now, after today, we have exactly, once a day is over, we have exactly 14 days to the premier apostolic gathering in this part of the world in 2022, the Kingdom Culture Summit. If you haven't registered, please do so right about now. The details are on the bottom right of the flyer, summit.kculture.org. If you want to uh, volunteer your time to serve on any or all of the days, there is a Google form in this video a description, either on YouTube or Facebook, any of the YouTube channels or Facebook. If you're listening to this on the podcast, I don't know if the Google form is in the podcast, but you can find it in YouTube and Facebook. Uh, please let's know. Tonight is the final night of the seven nights of emergency prayer. Someone say amen. And it just so happens to be what they call Halloween. So we're going to give the devil a good kicking on his night. We're going to break some things. Um, I'm just so grateful to how God has responded to us over these last six days. Um, I, I really went into the six days. Mama Costa, good to see you, ma'am. Newly minted pilgrim of the Holy Land. She knows what I mean. Um, I must confess to you guys that I went into this, this 20, this seven days of fasting, or seven days, sorry, of prayer at the press, quite scared. Well, not scared is the wrong word, but very, very concerned. Um, such was what the Lord opened my eyes to see about the enemy's agenda and plan that I, for a moment, my knees began to shake and I said, Lord, how, how are we supposed to survive this? But in true form, the Lord was good to us. Uh, and sometime between day four and day five of us seeking him every night at 11 p.m. UK time, the heavens opened and he spoke. Last night he confirmed that word. And so we're going to gather at 11 p.m. tonight, UK time. By the way, the UK has gone back in our time zone. So we are now one hour behind West African time. Um, and we're going to spend tonight really thanking God. And if you think that is any less significant than praying against demonic attack and satanic agenda, you don't, you don't have much spiritual wisdom, I must, I must say. 
um, the Bible tells us that praise is a weapon. Worship is, is an art of war. And tonight, for anywhere between 60 to 90 minutes at 11 p.m. UK time, we're going to storm the heavens and seal this deal and ride into this next season in safe in the knowledge that whatever the enemy has in store, that our Lord has gone before us. We know who stands behind and that the God of angel armies will be by our side. All right, let us go to the word of the Lord tonight. Whew. Acts chapter 4 verse 2 is where we will begin. And as usual, there are so many different scriptures that we could take our flight from. Remember, I've explained several times that this is not an exhaustive study. This is simply a foundation class. To get your juices flowing, your appetite wet for the deeper things that God has for you in the journey of life and destiny. But these foundation things need to be in place before the brightness of your rising can be fully trusted to you by heaven. Acts chapter 4, can we give the Lord a shout of praise for Minister Chrissy Adedigba who uh, has, you know, there's two people who've been with me every single day on this journey. One is Chrissy virtually. And the other one is Tony here. Many of you guys have come and gone and I honor you for life, for your lives. Some of you have driven me to and from the embassy. Some of you have come in to stay, to pray, to serve. Uh, and I just want to celebrate every single person, but especially Chrissy and Tony. Can we give God a shout of praise for their lives? God will reward every single one of us for all that we do for the kingdom. All righty, Acts chapter 4. I'm going to read and then we are going to go into the word of the Lord. Acts chapter 2 verse 12. Let's start from verse 10. Be it known unto you all. Holy Spirit, thank you. Yes, let's let it let it let it wash, let it flow. Speak through me. Speak through me tonight. Speak with power, authority, and clarity. Order my thoughts and my insights. Birth a story and weave a tapestry that eternally transforms all that are exposed to it tonight. Move and do what you want. And while we teach, let there be power to heal, save, and deliver, to shift and transform. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Sorry, just uh, my, my Lord tapped me on the shoulder and it felt good. Be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him, does this man stand before you whole? This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which is become the head of the corner. Verse 12. Neither is there salvation in any other. Colon. For there is no other name under heaven given among men 
whereby we must be saved. I'm going to read that again. Neither is there salvation in any other. Colon. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Thank you, Lord, for your word tonight. Alrighty. We've come on a long journey. Um, and while this is in no way, shape, or form an exhaustive uh, reprisal, let's just look back at how we got here. Amen? Let's look back at how we got here. One quick second, everybody. Just give me a quick second. Right, so we started on day one with understanding that only they that know the Lord their God can be strong and do exploits. And that in this season of Bukhar, God is looking for people who yada him, know him intimately, have an intimate walk and relationship with him. Not just those who know about him, but those who know him. And that one too. Yeah, those who know him. And that the antidote to that is that the enemy, this is from the book of Daniel now, chapter 11, that the enemy seeks to do wickedly against a covenant. And that the concept of a covenant is an inkling into the fact that this God is not your average human entity. We then looked at John chapter 4 and established the, the, the sounds you can hear are uh, fireworks going off in the background, so relax. Um, uh, literally, the, the embassy studio, I'm standing just, there's a window just behind me. And so there is all sorts of um, fireworks going on. But there will be fireworks in the spirit tonight. That God is, in brackets, a spirit. And that that is the foundation we must come from when we approach a relationship with God. He's not a man. He's, he is spirit and is the king spirit. And that as a result, like several other spirits, he is seeking worship. He is seeking a relationship with humanity of proskineo, of lordship, where he is high. And when, when I say we are low, not in terms of him lording it over us, because the beauty of him is he doesn't just leave us low, he brings us to himself, but he wants us to relate with him with the reality flowing through everything that occurs that he is to be worshipped that he is the most important that he is to be prioritized obeyed submitted to and that his worship must occur within a very narrow profile 
called spirit and truth. In essence, anything that is not within spirit and truth is not worshipped to him. It will be worshipped to something else. Truth talks about correct reality or correct understanding. It means according to a specific profile. But it also is a person. Remember Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. In essence, it must be within the Logos. We looked at that about a week ago. And spirit, while also referring to the Holy Spirit, uh, we'll come to spirit later. I don't want that, that, that would take me on a, on a tangent tonight. And then we began to look at the, con, you know, what God was, spirit, what that means, what man is, spirit, soul, and body, what that means, and how that connects. We went to Psalm 8, talking about how he wants to visit us because he is mindful of us and what that means, and, 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 and how the relationship between deity and humanity is one of an exchange. We give proskuneo. He gives mindfulness and visitation. Then we looked at the concept of, of the soul, of the flesh, of the unseen world, and the, what it means that God is a member of that unseen world, what, what the other members mean, and we'll come back to that. And then we began to deal with, the, with him being, we looked at Jesus and Christ and what those mean on a very generic level. And then we moved to the sinner's prayer a few days ago and the fact that he is supposed to be, in essence, this image of the invisible God who's seeking worship is Lord. The one who we talked about is the entire protocol and infrastructure of heaven's operation in the earth, how he must be Lord. Uh, in fact, one last scripture to transition us from Lord to Savior. Come with me. Act chapter 2. Let, let's go here for the transition. Acts chapter 2. And I believe we're looking at verse 36 thereabouts. Acts chapter 2. Chrissy, let's go there. Acts chapter 2. This was Peter's first sermon. So the first man who preached after the day of Pentecost, after the resurrection, the first recorded sermon after the, after the resurrection of Jesus and his ascension. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made this same Jesus whom you have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Someone say both Lord and Christ. Let's look at that in the Greek. The word Lord there is the word Kyrios, from which you get, anyway, let's keep moving. Kyrios, which is the Greek equivalent of Adonai. The word Christ is the word Christos. Now, we looked a little bit at it a few days ago, but let's go deeper. Christos means anointed or Messiah, right? Anointed or Messiah. Its root word is the word Creo. Again, Creo means to anoint, 
or to consecrate. Consecrating Jesus to the Messianic office and furnishing him with the necessary powers for its administration. Somebody say administration. administration. Now it says this is akin to the word kraumai. And kraumai means, listen, to receive a loan, to borrow, to make use of a thing. In essence, to administrate something received from or on behalf of something or someone else, the steward. He is both Lord and Messiah. In essence, the anointing was for a purpose. And as we will look at over the next few days and the next two weeks, that purpose extends beyond, quote and unquote, what you call salvation. What the Bible calls salvation is a lot broader than what you do. But you probably think of salvation as the process by which Jesus earned forgiveness of your sins. There is a lot more to his ministry than that. But it starts from there. Why is this so important? Let's go back to Acts chapter 4. Help me, Jesus. Tony, can I get that funny basket again? Thank you. There is no salvation in any other. Somebody say salvation. salvation. Now, let's look at what the Bible defines as salvation. What does this word mean? Look at anyone ask them for me, what do you mean by that? Say, neighbor, what do you mean by that? Now, salvation is one of my favorite Greek words. In fact, our first ever Bible or ministry school in kingdom culture years ago its first name was the Soteria Institute. Yeah. I remember when we were starting it, I spent sleepless nights putting together its brochure. The Soteria Institute. Well, this is where that word comes from. I'm going to take my time tonight, all right? Is that okay, everybody? Deliverance, preservation, safety, salvation. Deliverance from the molestation of enemies. Listen, in an ethical sense, that which concludes to the soul's safety or salvation. Salvation as the, as the present possession of all true Christians. Now listen, future salvation, the sum of benefits and blessings which the Christians redeem from all earthly ills will enjoy after the visible return of Christ from heaven in the consummated and eternal kingdom of God. Now, its definition in the Greek literally means 
rescue or safety, deliver, health, salvation, save, saving. Now, I want you to chew on that for a second. Let that sink for a second. And while you're letting it sink, let me show you something so I don't just tell you. If you type the word salvation in the King James lexicon, you will find out, as I'm showing you on your screen, that it occurs 164 times in 158 verses. Now, of particular interest to me are the times... One second, let's just bring this down a little bit. Of particular interest to me, right, are the times that it appears in the New Testament because almost every single time it appears in the New Testament, it is talking about something to do with the ministry of Christ. And as you can see on the right side of your screen here, five times in Luke, one in John, five in Acts, four in Romans, you get the point. So let's go on a little bit of a rabbit journey. The first time in Luke chapter one, it's talking about salvation for us in the house of his servant, David. This is a prophecy or the repetition of a prophecy about the Messiah. In essence, this was Jesus's ministry being, one second, let's put this in here, right. This was Jesus's ministry being introduced. Let's go straight there, 169. John the Baptist is prophesying. He talks about his father, so he's prophesying. Says his father was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people. Someone say redeemed. And has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. Referring to the fact that Jesus is, according to the Bible, of the flesh, a descendant of the house of David. So this is talking about Jesus. And let's see what the word for salvation there is. It's soteria. Someone say soteria. So we know from this that whatever soteria means is what God had in mind when that invisible image we looked at last week and that administration of the will of God in the seen world we looked at last week Jesus, the invisible image, and Christ, the administration, when you put them together, when God dispatched him to the earth, Zechariah is telling us that his assignment was soteria. He is Lord because he is the image of God in this dispensation. But his earthly assignment was soteria. That God who desires worship, who is a spirit and unseen, a member of the unseen world, 
who crafted an image and a system of administration called Christ Jesus, and this, or not crafted actually, reduced himself, the word made flesh, his earthly assignment, listen, from start to finish, as we just read about Soteria, there is an element of Soteria that has happened. There is an element that is still happening and there is an element that will happen. The entire ministry of Christ Jesus, Jesus Christ, whichever way you go in the earth, can be summed up in the word soteria. And Zechariah tells us that when God prophesied that the son of David would be the Messiah, this was what he had in mind. That's important. Because as we looked at, soteria is way more than just the forgiveness of sin. In fact, if you go back, let's go back, Christy, to that word, you will see that there is no mention, quote and unquote, of sin in its definition. Hello. Deliverance, preservation, safety, salvation. Its literal definition in the Greek means rescue or safety. This should get you thinking about the average believer's understanding of what it means to be saved. Because if you ask the average Christian, what does it mean to be saved? He will say, that my sins are forgiven and my name is written in the book of life. And he will be correct on a level. Because one of the outworkings, one of the benefits, one of the side effects of salvation, or one of the, so I say, one, a, a, a necessary component to salvation is that sin must be forgiven and that name must be written in the book of life. Tony, if I say I'm going, I'm taking my car for a valet, my tires will be washed and my alloys will be polished. But there is far more to my valet than my tires being washed and polished. But let me, let me take it a step further. If I say I'm taking my car to the valet, you expect me to come back, right, with a an air freshener tied to my rear mirror, right? A tree or blob. Now, the air freshener on my mirror is proof that my car was valid. But it is not the sum total of what it means for my car to be valid. So, having... So having fire insurance, having my name in the book of life, having my sins blotted out, uh, don't get me wrong, are a, in fact, are a critical component of salvation. Everything else is, is wasted without that. However, Jesus did not come 
quote and unquote, to forgive my sin. He came to do something that my sin being forgiven was a necessary prerequisite for. Let me say that again without the tongue, without twisting my tongue. Jesus did not come to forgive my sin. He came to do something. But my sin had to be forgiven for what he came to do to be accomplished. The forgiveness of my sin was the beginning of the process. It was never designed to be the end. And so when the average Pentecostal holiness preacher says, we need to go back to the cross, he's correct and not so correct. If what he means is, we have gotten so far away from the cross that we have forgotten it is the centrality of the faith. He's right. In essence, we need to go back to prioritizing the place of Christ's sacrifice for us. I agree. If what he means is all we should ever preach is that Christ forgave our sin, then he is wrong. Because Paul talks about moving on, he says, from foundational doctrines. Let's go there. Let's go there. Let's go there. I, 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 I need to go slow. Somebody say go slow. Um, let's go. Let's go slow. Okay. So um, how do I do this? Help me, Holy Spirit. Um, okay. 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 All right. Let, let, let's, let's, let's do it this way. Let's do it this way. Um, um, I'm trying to... I'm try uh, okay, okay, let's do it this way. I'm trying to be, do this as quick as possible, but as thoroughly as possible. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 6. Hebrews chapter 6. Let's, 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 let's do it this way. Hebrews chapter 6. Monica, I, I will go slow. Okay, so. Verse 1. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on to perfection. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith in God, of the doctrine of baptisms and of the laying of hands and of the resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment. According to the writer of Hebrews, these are things every Christian should know about. And we will touch on them in a different curriculum, probably next year. The doctrine of Christ, I won't say doctrine of Christ. Which is what, and I have been touching on that a little bit the last few days. And we will do a little bit more today. The foundation, listen, of repentance from dead works. Now, there is an argument about what this means. Some people say it means from trying to earn salvation by your literal works, meaning from the Old Testament, you know, 
uh, Levitical sacrifices. Some other people may say it means from works that lead to death or works that come from the place of deadness in sin. I am of the opinion that both are compassed by that scripture. So repentance from dead works to me means one, repentance from trying to earn my salvation by the Old Testament law, but secondly, repentance from the works that that law, that the book of Romans 7 says will produce death in you, produces. Paul lists that as one of the foundational doctrines he expects the believer to move beyond. Move beyond doesn't mean leave it alone. It means there is more. In essence, there is more to what Christ came for than just cleansing you from sin. Stay with me. Remember I told you once we're done with we're going to talk about sin. We will spend a few days dealing with what he did with sin. But I need you to understand that sin was a necessary conduit or dealing with sin was a process he had to commit to to accomplish his desire. But dealing with sin itself was not the fullness of the desire. Okay, let's go to another scripture. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to... Oof, help me, Holy Spirit. Help me. I, I, maybe this is one class I should have made notes for. Because I'm just realizing I want to move, but I'm realizing that there's gaps that you probably some of you may have. I'm hearing somebody's gaps in the spirit. That's what the teaching anointing does. It will, it will let you know when somebody needs your 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 patience with them. Okay, so let's. Um, hmm. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you. So let's 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 jump to the end and come back to the beginning. What did he come to do? I think it's better it's better for me to state what he came to do, right? Than work back to showing you how he got there through sin. So Colossians chapter one. Col Colossians chapter one, verse thirteen. And you notice I'm giving you Bible, Bible, and more Bible. I don't want any room for any worry in your mind. Colossians 1 verse 12. Let's start from verse 12, Chrissy. One of the great apostolic prayers of Paul. It says, giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us to be partakers. Someone say partakers. Of the inheritance of the saints in light pause the father has made us meet the word meet in the greek means qualified to be partakers of an inheritance of the saints someone say the saints now the question is who are the saints but why are we called the saints the word saints in the Greek is the word hegios. For the sake of, 
time. Okay, you know what? Let me just show you. I don't want to, because I'm trying to be quick to prove to you that I'm not just pulling this out of my backside. So, the word saints is the word hegios. See that there? Hegios. What does hegios mean? Holy one. Holy. A most holy thing. Someone say holy one. Now, for those of you who have followed me as a teacher for years, I have told you that there is a very, very key piece of theological material every Christian must know about. It's called the Septuagint. Someone say the Septuagint. The Septuagint is what, you see, any time an, uh, 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 an early church leader like Peter, Paul, even Jesus, read or referred to the Old Testament, they would most likely have been reading the Septuagint. Why? Because in the time of Jesus and the apostles, the lingua franca of the world, of the known world, was Greek. Greek was to that day what English is to our day. And so, the, they didn't have a New Testament because they lived the New Testament. So the only parts of the Bible that existed when Jesus was born was the Old Testament. And it was primarily read in the language of Greek. Does that make sense? In the days around the early church, they had a copy of the Old Testament in Greek. That would make sense. Also, think about this. When Paul started his ministry to the Gentile world, the vast majority of them would not have spoken Hebrew. So for them to have been able to read the Old Testament scriptures, they would, need, they would have needed to have had a copy in what? Greek. Now, the Septuagint is a powerful tool because when you see the Old Testament written in Greek, it gives you, and it, 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 copies of it still exist till today, it gives you the ability to compare words. In essence, whatever a word in Hebrew was translated into in Greek is a clue as to what the early church Hebrews understood a Greek word to mean. For instance, the word pneuma, right? For spirit, many times is translated as Elohim. The word ginosko for no is many times what so the word yada, sorry, was many times translated as ginosko. Are you following me? Now, the word hegios in the Greek in the Septuagint, every time it appears, well, every time it appears, because hegios can be both a noun and an adjective. Every time it appears as a noun, meaning referring to the word saint. So whenever you see saints in the English New Testament, and it is hegios in the Greek, every single time, right, that word hegios as referring to a person or a group of people was translated from the Hebrew Testament, it was a word called kedushim. You know where I'm going, Tony, right? Okay. 
Let me give you a few examples. Come with me to the Old Testament. Let's look at the word saint or saint in the Old Testament. Right? Job 15, 15 says, listen, look at Job 15, 15. He puts no trust in his saints. Colon or semicolon, yea, the heavens are not clean in his sight. Whoever God is referring to a saint here seems to be somebody associate with, associated with the heaven. Do you agree, Tony? Okay. Secondly, Job lived, the Bible or historians tell us, probably before Abraham and definitely before Moses. So he was a contemporary son of, of Abraham thereabout and definitely before Moses. There was no quote and unquote person who Christ had redeemed at the time of Job. The Bible is saying that there's a certain person or class of people here, talk to me in the comment section, guys, that God does not, or God is not, he's not pleased with in Job 15. In Job 5, 1, he says, call now if there be, so Job's friends are telling him, call now if there be any to answer you, listen, to which of the saints will you turn? Are you seeing where this is going? There is a certain type of person that God is not happy with, right? Who is associated with the heavens? Who Job's friends are telling him, in your time of trouble, talk to one of these people. Are you, are, you, are, you, are you getting where we're going tonight? Okay. So, let's look at that word saints. In the Hebrew. To understand what we're talking about. Now, this word here is the word kadosh. Or kadoshi. Someone say kadoshi. Actually, I, I made a mistake. When I said every single time, it's translated half the time as Kedushim, the other time as Kadoshi, but they both mean technically the same thing, as you'll see. Now, the S-H-E, or the S at the end, Kadosh there, is telling you that this is not a, a description, it's a person. Right? Holy holy one now let us look at its definition in the hebrew sacred as a noun god by preeminence an angel a human saint or a sanctuary we see from job 15 that he's obviously not talking about a thing this is a person so we can remove the word sanctuary. God cannot be unhappy with himself. Right? Okay. <laughs> so we can remove God. So this is either an angel or quote unquote, it says a saint. Why is the word there an angel? Why? 
Let's look at all the other times this particular word is used. Of a person. Actually, we don't have time. But just go through the Bible. It's used of a place several times. But all it's used of, of an entity or a person, right? Very often in talking about a particular class of being. Now, the question is, what class of being? Come with me to the book of Daniel. Daniel chapter 4. Help me, Holy Spirit. Help me, help me, help me, help me. This is, this is, I didn't want to bring this into this curriculum, but it's, it's necessary. So in Daniel 4, we know the story. Nebuchadnezzar gets too big for his boots. He begins to think he's all that and seven bags of chips. The Bible says God decides that he's going to humble him. But I want you to read this with me very closely. Let's start from verse verse 16. Now, this was the pronouncement Daniel made of judgment against him. In essence, he said, Nebuchadnezzar, this is what was said about you. Let his heart be chained from a man, and let a beast's heart be given unto him, and let seven times pass over him. Now, verse 17. This matter is by the decree of the watchers. Now, we know what this watchers mean. If, you, if you've read the book of Enoch, you, you know what it means. It, we're talking about fallen angels here. or, or angel, Not all of them fell. A certain class of angel. Someone say watchers. Okay. And the demand by the word of the who? The holy ones. Judgment has been passed by the decree of watchers and the demand of the holy ones. For instance, when the Bible tells us to watch and pray, there's something it's telling us. That the New Testament believer, by the office of priesthood, has ascended to a level equivalent or higher to this office of certain angelic beings where decisions can be made about the earth realm so to watch is more than just asking god for a car and a house it means you are now part of a divine senate whereby your priesthood will cause decisions to be taken in the heavens and effect on the earth but let's look at that word holy ones Again, it's the word Kaddish, same root word. Again, holy, separate. Notice again the word angels. Someone say angels. Say angels. Okay. So we've seen Kadosh, Kadoshi, right? A certain class of person. We've seen Kaddish, a certain class of person. Let's look at one more. Um, 
One more word. Give me a quick second. All right. Help me, Holy Spirit. Do, 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 do. One second, I'm having some trouble here. Um, do, 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 do. Come on, work, 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 work. Mm. Okay, thank you. I just, the Holy Spirit is bailing me out tonight. Leviticus 19, let's go there. I'm having some issues with something. Let's go Leviticus 19. Now, and the Lord spoke unto Moses saying, Speak unto all the congregation of the children of Israel and say unto them what? You shall be holy. Again, you see the word, right? Holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Let's look at that word holy. So, so far we've seen Kadoshi, right? We've seen Kadish. Now, there's a third word I want to introduce you to here. One second. No, no. One second, we dealt with that one already. Okay, so let's go. Joshua twenty four, verse nineteen. You cannot serve. The Lord, for he is a holy God. He is a jealous God. And again, yes. So, yes. The word here again is the word kadoshi, which means sacred, holy, holy one. In essence, we're talking about a word here that is used for an entity who is otherworldly, not common we've seen it used for god we've seen it used for 
angels. It is sometimes used for a place or a thing, but every time it's used for an entity, it's either God, a supernatural being, or a New Testament believer, or an Old Testament believer that has died and is now in glory. This is the same word used in the Bible for saints. Someone say saints. So when we go back, now we can go back to where we started from. So when we go back to Colossians chapter 1, and we see here that it says, we thank God who has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. Through Jesus, something has happened, the Bible is telling us, that has brought us into a company or a rank or a race, right? That the Old Testament seems to attach to a very, very special kind of creature. The point I'm trying to make out here is he has made you partakers to be or meet to be partakers of the inheritance of a Kadishi or Kedushim, which is literally the plural cherubim, seraphim, cherubim, seraphim, anakim. So the word Kedushim in the Hebrew is the plural of the word Kadoshi, right? Which, as we've just seen, means another worldly being. When the Bible says that if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Tony, it's not a metaphor. Something happens in the fulfillment of his earthly office that converts you from what you were to what the Bible describes as a kadoshi or a kedushim in the Old Testament. This is what Paul was talking about. Now, come with me. In verse 14, when he said, Who has delivered us from the power of darkness. Let's look at the word deliver. Ryomai. It means to draw to oneself, to rescue, to deliver. Its difference from soteria is this there is a drawing to one's self. In essence, you are bringing a person into the same station, the same status, the same position as you. It's not, well, I'm going to save you from afar. No, I'm going to go and bring, in essence, I'm going to pull you out of something by pulling you from your position into my position. Are you with me? So he ryomied us 
from the kingdom or the power, sorry, of darkness, right? From the power of darkness, the authority, the exousia. In essence, when he was delivering us, we were under the control. Darkness had literal rights over us. And he pulled us to himself, right? And in so doing, he translated, it's the word methistemi. He translated us. In essence, he transferred, as you can see on your screen, to remove from one place to another. I'm, I'm, I'm pointing out something here. We were in a class. And what he did, he didn't just give us forgiveness. No. He moved us from one pot into another. Say that again. One state of being into another. So when we're called a new creature, it literally means what he did made us a different type of entity. John chapter 3. This is what he was talking about in John chapter 3. And you notice, John chapter 3 came just before John chapter 4. Which we started this journey on. A man of the Pharisees called Nicodemus came by night to Jesus and said, Rabbi, we know you are a teacher from God. Blah, 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 blah. You, no one can do these things except God be with him. In essence, I'm seeing something about you that's supernatural. Jesus answered him almost like he was ignoring him and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, listen, except a man be born again. And let's look at that phrase in the Greek, born again. What does it mean to be born again? It's the phrase geneo anothen. Now, geneo simply means to be born. Sorry, what did I just, I pressed the wrong button there. Geneo simply means to be born, right? It means to come into something, to be fathered, to, to be begotten. Okay, now let's look at the word anothen. Some of you know what this is, obviously. Because it, it, it's not really born again. It literally means from above. From a higher place. Which higher place? By analogy, from the first this is why they got, again, because they say by implication means anew. But literally means from above. Of things which come from heaven or God. Are you with me? Let's look at the times this word is used in the, in the New Testament. The first time is, the veil of the temple was rent in two from the top. It's the word anothen. Does it mean that the, the, the veil was rent again? Because it was never rent the first time. Luke 1, 3, 3, he says, I had understanding of all these things from the first, right? From the beginning, someone say from the beginning, from the most important, from where it started from. In John three thirty one, he that comes from above, 
Again, it doesn't mean he that comes from again. Does that make sense? Where did Jesus come from? From heaven. So what does Jesus mean when he says to be born again? To understand this, you need to go to the Old Testament. And you need to go specifically to Psalm chapter 8. Remember Psalm 8? What is man? Let's look at it. Verse 5. What is man that you are mindful of him? Right? We've looked at this. And the son of man that you visit him. For you have made him a little, someone say lower. The opposite of a nothing. The opposite of above is below. You made man what? A little lower than what? Than what? The angels. Tony, what's the word angels there in Hebrew? You know, from offhead, you should know this. It's the word Elohim. So he's not talking about a literal angel. He's talking about the spirit world. You made him a little lower than the angels. Than the Elohim. But then you crowned him, this is the dichotomy, over all the works of your hands, including the other Elohim. When Jesus said this in John chapter 3, the ancient Hebrew knew exactly what he meant. To be born from above. Geneo anothen means your reality, your life has been upgraded to what? What were you lower than? The Elohim, the class in which God exists. Jesus was saying to understand, to see God's kingdom, right? You need a newness of birth you need to become another class of person in essence i am going to elevate you by the office of my life into a space occupied by the kadoshis aka the kedushim are you following me why Let's go to another scripture. Why was this necessary? Let's now go back to the scripture we tried to start with a few days ago when I realized we needed to slow down. Romans chapter 3. I want you to keep in mind the understanding of above versus below. The, the prepositional reality here being spoken about. Romans chapter 3. Verse 23. Now we see where sin comes in. For all have what? Sinned. And come short. Some translations say fallen short. Let's look at that phrase come short. It's the word hysterio someone say hysterio 
to come behind, to be late or tardy, listen, to be left behind in the race and so fail to reach the goal. To fall back from, now listen, to be inferior, someone say inferior, in power, influence, and rank. To fall short. All have what? Sinned. And as a result of this sin, fallen short of the glory of God. We needed to be geniled and nothing because we fell from where we were first geniled from. Something happened that demoted man from a rank in the spirit of who he was to where he was when Jesus met us. Jesus' assignment as savior was to deliver us, remember, to pull us to himself, to reach down into where we were stuck, where we had fallen off that ship and pull us up. Where Adam had fallen from. And Adam had fallen from a place, listen, where Eve talking to a watcher was normal. Eve talking to a Nahash was normal. Why? Because it was man's place, or man's right, to have a seat at the council that governed the universe. Adam was a son of God. The only Old Testament man called a son until Jesus. Adam was, in essence, a part of God's extension of his rule. Adam was a high-ranking member of the class of individuals who told Nebuchadnezzar, according to the decree of the watchers and the determination of the Holy One, the Kadoshis, the Kedushim, listen, the Hagioses. And he lost it and he fell. Right. Adam was the Kedushim. Adam was the firstborn in position of rank and authority outside, because remember, Jesus was not the son of God, quote unquote, in the Old Testament. There was no son of God, there was the word. He became the son when God basically poured his genes into flesh. Adam was literally that son of God. And Adam fell short of that glory, of that rank, because of sin. Adam lost his ability to exercise that level of authority and centrality. Talk to me, everybody. Centrality to the agenda of God. And so when Christ was dispatched, he was given a very simple instruction, soteria. Deliver them. Pull them to yourself. Translate them from the authority of darkness 
into the authority that comes from being a son. Our sin, Tony, was the necessary evil he had to deal with on the journey. Which is why it is a travesty, a travesty to his sacrifice for us to end it at the level of my sin is forgiven. Because if all he needed was to forgive your sin, listen, Tony, if all he wanted to do was to forgive your sin, right? If that was all there was to it, to forgive, quote unquote, your sin, the Old Testament sacrifices would have done. Because the Old Testament sacrifices, Tony, meant God forgave your sin. But what they could not do, the Bible, let's go there. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to rush. Let's go there. Let's go there. Let me show you this book of Hebrews. Pardon? Yep. Hebrews chapter 10. For the law having a shadow of good things to come. The Bible says Jesus is the high priest of good things to come. What good things? We'll look at this soon. And not the very image of those things. Listen. Could never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually make the commas thereon too perfect so the law could buy god's forgiveness the sacrifices it could not translate you so god forgave you but you were still stuck at that place see Tony, the reason why you were being stuck in sin is what i'm trying to explain the fact that you were stuck in sin was the outworking of being stuck in your demotion so the power of sin over you was the result of your demotion. So when Adam sinned, right, he was demoted from the glory. That's why he started looking for leaves to cover himself. His garment of glory was taken. And he was in a certain state. God brought the skin of an animal, meaning God had to first kill that animal and make the skin. In essence, God was instituting the Old Testament Levitical order. That's why Christ was called the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. I told you his ministry started, is going on, and will go on. So that ministry began at the garden. He was that lamb slain in the metaphor. So he began the process of covering our sin making us acceptable to god by forgiving that sin chrissy i'm coming there's always one student that's going too far yes you are right you are right a higher rank yes and i'll get there in the next couple of days now he started by covering our sin are you listening to me he was the tabernacle in a metaphor the entire tabernacle was christ in a metaphor the ark was christ in a metaphor both noah's ark and the ark and the tabernacle but that was the beginning of the job it could not elev it could not make us a new creature we could not get back to being the prime kedushim man 
after Yahweh was the prime Kedushim. And that's why Hebrews tells us in chapter 10. Says all these things. He then says verse 5. Wherefore when he came into the world. Someone say wherefore. Wherefore. Meaning because of all this. Because it was not possible for the blood of bulls and goats. To take away sins. They could forgive us. But they could not remove the root of it and therefore as long as the root of sin was in us we were stuck at that level wherefore he came into the world meaning this is why he came into the world this is where i'll be trying to get to all all, 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 all session but i you know the holy spirit had to help me renavigate. wherefore when he came into the world he said sacrifice and offering i don't want i mean don't do what you did before in the old testament listen but a body you have prepared for me in burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin thou hast no pleasure then said i lo i come in the volume of the book it is written of me to do your will what was the will he takes away the first that he may establish the second for the which will we are sanctified somebody say sanctified now let's look at that word sanctified in the greek you will not be surprised to see what it is. Wherefore we are, what? Sanctified. What's the word sanctified? Hegiazo. What is hegiazo? The verb that makes you a hegios. The root word of hegiazo is hegios. Hegios is the noun. Hegiazo is the verb. To render or to, or to make venerable or hallowed. In essence, to make a saint. So we see here, by the will of his, or by, by his coming in the flesh, by him being assigned a body, that act took us from covering sin in the garden to making us saints we were now born again that's why the word again is correct it doesn't mean we're born born again doesn't mean well the first birth was my mother then the second birth was that that's what they, that's what needs to we got that doctrine from nicodemus in john chapter 3 but he was wrong jesus rebuked him it means to be born from above again meaning to recapture the old life that we used to have so being born again means we were first born from above adam fell and we are being reborn into that office what's the office of a kid a, a kadoshi and like i said the the the, the, the classical hebrew is kedushim in plural the, the restoration of our place but for that to happen the thing that dropped us must be dealt with sin so sin in its rightful place is not as all-conquering as we think it is let me explain i'm not saying 
in fact, let me take that back because somebody will say, Rev is saying it means it's not important to holy. Oh, no, holiness is critical. What I'm saying is, sin was not the end. See, Satan was not looking for sin as an end in itself. Sin was a pathway by which he could have man demoted from above him to beneath him. Christ came to re-establish us in that place of authority. But to do so, he had to deal with the sin problem. And so, if all you do with your salvation, and again, this comes back to what we dealt with Lord the last few days. If all you do with your salvation is say, I'm going to heaven now because God is not angry with me anymore. You have wasted Lord and Savior. Lord means I will live a life that says you are in charge. Listen, and I told you yesterday, the only way you can live out Lordship is because of Savior. Because when he re-established you as a creature in that rank, you now have the power to live above sin. You're no longer bound on this level. So now you can live like he is your Lord because of what he's done. Now think about this. Abraham did not have Hegeizo. Not while he was on the earth. But he was able to live at a level of lordship that had a dimension of God manifest in his life. What do you think you and I can invoke with the lordship ministry of the word, the logos now made flesh in our solical system. This is what the Bible means when it says, those who have tasted of the powers, the authority, the exousia of the world to come. It is possible as a Christian to live today on a level, a taste of what we will experience when the world is over. The millennial reign. Our own transfiguration. Listen, and sin is the thing standing in the way. When you understand this, you will hate sin with a passion. You will, you will run from it. You will, you will, you'll be angry when anyone or anything tries to get you entangled in it again. See, this is why the grace message is stupid. The grace message tells you that because God forgave you from something that demoted you, now that he has forgiven you, you can still fraternize with the thing that demoted you because he's forgiven you. So he won't punish you anymore. There will be no more eternal punishment for your demotion. So you now have access to step back up into your original category. But then the grace perversion says, take that forgiveness and stay on the lower level and splash in the mud, knowing that mommy won't punish you when you get home. Even if you tell me my mom won't punish me when I get home, you you've told me I no longer have to play in the mud. I can put on a suit, right, and go and earn money 
on the boardroom of my father. That's what it is. You've, you told me you now have a seat in your dad's boardroom and your dad is, a, is to use a human example, a billionaire. No, I don't want the seat in the boardroom. I want to stay splashing around in the mud. He didn't come just to forgive your sin. He came to restore you to your Kedushim position. He came to cause you to be born from above again. Genayo and nothing. He came to restore and exceed Adam's, like Christy said, I'll show you that tomorrow, Adam's former estate. But for that, he came to make you a new creature, to deliver you, to pull you to himself. If I be lifted high above the earth, I'll draw men unto me. Not I'll draw them unto me. I'll bring them into my category. Ah, does anybody get this? So the Bible calls him the firstborn from the dead, not the only. The seed that was sown to create many like him. How? Remember I told you Jesus and Christ, same entity, different offices. Jesus, I told you, was the first man with the Christ system installed in him. But he wasn't designed to be the last. He was sown as a seed so there could be other men like him. The Bible says he's not ashamed to call us brethren. In essence, there are now supposed to be other human beings who can occupy that elevated office because the thing that caused us to fall from glory has been removed. And so starting from tomorrow, I will show you. Yeah. Starting from tomorrow. 7 p.m. tomorrow. <laughs> Am I forgetting something? Yeah. <laughs> starting from tomorrow, when we begin to talk about sin, I need you to understand that sin is that thing whose job it was to effect demotion and keep you demoted. So when somebody tells you that Jesus has dealt with your sin and therefore in essence he's taken away because they are correct when they say this. They are correct that there is sin and sins. They are very correct. But how they pervert it is because he's taken away sin, you are allowed to carry on with sins. No. Him taking away sin means there is nothing now stopping you from reascending. But the sins, in essence, you now have the right to be a Kedushim. You now have the right to sit in that place of divine elevation and function as God's emissary in the earth. But you can choose to keep swimming in the mud. You can choose to keep dancing in the mud. 
And while you have access, Tony, to somewhere, it doesn't mean you are there. We have a key card to the fourth floor, don't we? You and I can go to the fourth floor anytime we want in this building. But where are we right now? On third floor. There are things on the fourth floor, aren't there? There are things in the storage. There are things in the other office space. Things in the, in the, in, in the, in the, in the, in the other, uh, whatever. Can we have them now? Today, I want you to give me, let me see. Get them or something up there. Okay, give me one of the speakers from Sheffield. No, stay here and give it to me. Tony, I command you, you have authority. You have access there in Jesus' name. You're the righteousness and God in, in quote unquote the fourth floor. So give me the speaker now. You can't. You have access. You, you, you have position on paper. But you are not currently operating from the fourth floor. So there are realities that are native to that fourth floor you cannot currently produce. In the same way, what Christ came to do was give you access to the fourth floor. Don't celebrate with the key card and say, I'm born again. Don't dance with the key and say, I'm born again. Because born again means born from above. Go back to the above. Use that key, right? And that's why we'll see, starting tomorrow, having dealt with sin, there are so many other dimensions and layers to this thing called salvation. But we will start with sin tomorrow. Stand up, let's pray. We got there in the end. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I want you to say, Lord open my eyes to see the full spectrum open my eyes to see the full spectrum of your work and office in me pray i want to walk in the fullness of soteria tell him tell him the fullness of soteria i want the real thing I want the full thing. Would you open my eyes, unveil my understanding to the, lit, to the full extent of what you accomplished for me and in me? Open my eyes. Like the songwriter said, open my eyes to see what you really are to me. The Marvin Sapp song. I don't want to take advantage of your grace lead me to see these men knew something when they were writing these songs they must have been under an influence lead me to your most holy place the song then goes on to say every step i take every breath i breathe i want to follow you be the captain of eternal salvation soteria deliver us from the control of the demotion and put us back in the estate you've ordained for us and if there be anybody under the sound of my voice who is who like a hare is still a servant who is wallowing 
under the grip of hell. We declare your liberty. We declare your liberty. We declare your liberty in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, we thank you. We praise and we bless you. In the precious name of Jesus. Somebody clap your hands, oh you people. Alrighty, remember tonight is the final night of the seven days of emergency prayer at the press. Although tomorrow is a Tuesday, so we'll be back at the press tomorrow because tomorrow is a Tuesday. But today is the last day of this journey. And today we go into warfare, thanksgiving and praise to seal the deal of deliverance. 11 p.m. UK time, that will be 12 p.m. in West Africa. So that's wrong because the UK moved back by one hour yesterday. Uh, it will now be, I believe, uh, five, no, 7 p.m. in the United States and 2 a.m. in East Africa. So just figure out what time it is at 11 p.m. in the UK and calculate accordingly. All righty. Um, yes, 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 yes. Thank you, Jesus. Cool. So, well, these are the times for tonight, even though today's not a Tuesday. These are the times. So 1, 11 p.m. UK, 12 p.m. Nigeria, West Africa, 7 p.m. in the U.S. and 2 a.m. in Kenya. Please, please don't miss tonight. For those of you who've been on that journey with us, you know what God has been doing. Uh, 1 p.m. Yes, Pastor Chance. Pastor Chance is 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 is, is banging the the table for for Central African time. Yes, Pastor Chance. 1 a.m. Central African time. Make the time to seal the deal, so that we can step into the season knowing that whatever the enemy has planned, God already has the upper hand. Of course, we are back tomorrow for day 27, until day 40 of this journey in the word and in prophetic declaration and blessing if you want to give the details are on your screen if you are or want to be a, fi a regular financial contributor and you have not already sent us your details uh, at kingdom build as a cake holder dog please do so um we're putting together that to re uh, officially uh unveil at the summit of how we will walk with you into your bokar practically talking about the summit if you haven't registered do so right now uh, and if you are able to volunteer any time over these next over that week from the 15th of november to the 20th the 20th of november tuesday to sunday any day you're able to volunteer your time uh, please send us uh, or fill out the google form and send it back to us so we can let you know the areas in which we would love to have you serve thank you holy spirit Lift your hands with me as we come to an end tonight. Father, again, I bless your people of which I am included. I declare that the fullness of the blessing of Christ Jesus the fullness of the blessing attributed to the re-elevation into our place as Hegioses, as Kedushim, be established in Jesus' name. Everything that does not survive at that level, sickness, disease, poverty, frustration, sin, addiction, 
misalignment with you. Father, whatever is not consistent with the office you came, you sent your son Christ to restore us to. I attack and I curse the night in the name of Jesus. I break it over our lives. We step into this new reality in the precious name of Jesus. Let it be that circumstances realign with the reality of the risen Christ living in us in the precious name of Jesus. Somebody put your hands together for the Lord tonight. We will see you tonight at 11 p.m. and then again tomorrow at 7 p.m. UK time. Love you. Take care. Bye-bye. Beautiful to us. The object of our affection. We've come to pour our love on you. On you. 
Take all the glory in all of this, Lord. Pour my love on you, on you, Lord. You deserve every love on you. With this very breath, you deserve every love on you. With this very breath, we praise you. It is your breath in our lungs, Lord. You deserve all our worship. It is your breath to you, our lungs, Lord. You deserve every honor. It is your breath in our lungs, You deserve every worship given to you. It is your breath in our lungs, You deserve. You deserve, you deserve, you deserve, you deserve, every love you you deserve, you deserve, you deserve, every worship given to you deserve, you deserve, you deserve, you deserve, Of my affection, yes, you are. You 